listening to a Sharesies podcast. is the 28th of October. Welcome to Recap, made for you by Sharesies. Sharesies is a wealth development platform where our purpose is to create the most financially empowered generation. But before we get into it, here's the disclaimer. Investing involves risk. You aren't guaranteed to make money and you might lose the money you started with. Any information we provide is general only and current at the time. If you're looking for help with your investment choices, we recommend talking to a licensed financial advice provider. Hi Alice, how are you doing? Hey Jose, I'm great, thank you. How are you? Not too bad. Uh, Interesting times here in Casa Barbosa. Just got a new new swag of uh, dog toys. Oh really? Because the day is arriving on Saturday, we get a new addition to the family. Oh, a little puppy. A little puppy called Rooster. Uh, so Rooster has cost us a lot of some, a lot of, a lot of money so far. Apparently he needs everything. It's very much like uh, preparing for a child, I have to say. Not that I Well, I look like. forward to his debut on Recap, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, he'll probably come in and just give us like market updates. <laughs> Absolutely. But uh, let's crack on. Uh, what's been happening today, Alice? Uh, well, ANZ reported their full year results today, of course, ANZ being one of like the big four banks in Australia and New Zealand. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, the results today were for um, the entire ANZ group, so sort of Australia and New Zealand, but then the bank also made a separate announcement which focused on the performance of uh, the New Zealand business. Okay, so maybe if we first uh, focus on that, how did ANZ's New Zealand business go? Yeah, so ANZ New Zealand uh, reported a net profit after tax of $1.9 billion. Now, that's up 44% from last year. Uh, New Zealand's chief executive, uh, Antonia Watson, she said that the results reflected record demand in the housing market, as well as um, a stronger than expected economic recovery and a significant reduction in provisions that the bank had put aside last year. So if we first focus on the point about the housing market, how did that impact ANZ? Well, the New Zealand housing market had a strong year of growth uh, in terms of prices. So as Watson put it, high house prices continue to be driven by historically low interest rates. And then there's more demand for houses than what are available. Uh, and so these factors got reflected in the bank's financial results. How so? Well, when ANZ uh, give people mortgages to, to buy houses, uh, it makes money off the people uh, sorry, it makes money off the interest that people pay on their mortgage. Right. So ANZ New Zealand's home lending increased during the year by $9.3 billion to about $99 billion. Uh, now, Watson did note, though, that uh, ANZ did believe that housing affordability was becoming unsustainable. So they implemented a number of initiatives to bring balance to the market, uh, such as adopting higher LVR restrictions. And what did ANZ have to say about the state of the New Zealand economy and how that impacted results? Yeah, as I mentioned right at the start, um, the bank said that the economy performed more strongly than expected. Uh, and in addition to that, they said that the full year results were strong given the impact that COVID has had on um, the economy. So while many um, businesses related to tourism and overseas students, for example, are still facing ongoing impacts of the pandemic restrictions, uh, the, the economy has fared a lot better than expected. Now, that also meant that the bank could 
what they call release credit impairment provisions that they'd made uh, to, to basically break that down. Hmm. ANZ um, New Zealand put aside about $400 million last year for, for customers that they thought might not be able to pay their debts or, or sort of default on their debts. But because of the improved economic conditions, they've released $115 million of that, uh, and that in turn boosts ANZ's profit. Right, thanks for that explainer. Now, if we zoom out to the wider ANZ group, including the Australian business, how did that all go? Yeah, that's a good question. ANZ's total profit, so again, that's for like the entire ANZ bank, came in at $6.2 billion. So that's up 72% from last year. Now, the bank said that a key driver of that increase is due to reversals of credit provisions. So going back to what I was just talking about um, with the bank putting aside money during the pandemic and then releasing that um, now that the economy is looking better. Thanks for that, Alice. Now, you might have heard us earlier in the week comment that there is a fair whack of company earnings coming through in the States at the moment. Yeah, so yesterday we talked about Alphabet, the parent of Google, um, who released their results yesterday. Then tomorrow we have Apple and Amazon due to release their earnings. Uh, but what's happening today, Jose? Well, today is the turn of the car makers, uh, specifically Ford and General Motors. Now, both of those companies dropped their quarter results, and for both of them, it is a story dominated by the semiconductor shortage that we've talked about before on Recap. So in a nutshell, these are the computer chips that are super important to modern cars. Uh, basically, COVID and labour shortages have hit the countries where they're made, and that's disrupted the supply to the giant auto manufacturers. Exactly right. So both Ford General Motors, or GM as, as it's otherwise known, reported drops in their third quarter results. Now, Ford filed a 23% decrease in its net income to $1.8 billion American dollars. Now, that is compared with the same period a year ago. Uh, GM said its net profit declined by 40% in the quarter to uh, $2.5 billion. Although it has to be noted that both companies bet profit expectations. All right, so did General Motors unpack uh, their results a bit more? Yeah, so the company said that apart from the semiconductor disruptions, they also faced a decrease in production and higher costs for raw materials. But tied into that is uh, more spending from GM's move into electric vehicles. So the CEO, uh, Mary Barra, said that the company can catch Tesla in terms of US electric car sales. They plan to release at least 30 new EVs by 2025. GM has previously projected its EV revenue to grow to around $90 billion by 2030. All right, and then what about Ford? So Ford uh, actually raised its full-year profit guidance. They expect to reach uh, what they call a midpoint of around $11 billion compared to their previous projections of $9.5 billion. They also restarted their quarterly dividend uh, payouts. Ford had previously halted dividends in March of last year at $0.15 cents per share. Shareholders will get a $0.10 cent payout in the fourth quarter. Okay, and then how did these companies' share prices react? Yeah, so GM dropped over 5% to $54.26. Ford dropped as well by 2.7% to $15.51. And just by the way, both companies said they expect the uh, semiconductor shortage to ease over the next year. Great, thanks for that, Jose. And um, I saw that A2 Milk was back in the news yesterday. A2 Milk Company, of course, being the premium dairy company based here in New Zealand that's listed on both the Australian and the New Zealand stock exchanges. 
That's right. And the company, as they've previously put it, has had a challenging year. In their financial results released back in August, the company reported a 30% drop in revenue and the profit fell by almost 80%. Now, the company's share price has also fallen significantly over the past year. And the company is even facing a class action lawsuit from some investors who experienced losses during that period. Although when we last talked about A2 Milk about two weeks ago, it was because their share price had been rising again. Yeah, that was after one of their competitors reported an improvement in sales through a channel called the Daigu. That's a reseller channel that can involve people outside of China buying goods and then either like posting them or taking them with them into China to sell on to an end user. And that was one thing that A2 Milk had pointed out that disrupted the business last year. So the prospect of improvements in the Daigu led to some optimism from A2's investors. But what is the latest on A2 Milk then, Alice? Well, A2 Milk's share price actually fell just over 11% yesterday. That was after the company held its investor day. And now that's where people get to hear from A2 Milk's leaders and the company sort of shares um, the latest on their company, some insights and outlines their growth strategy. So what happened that led to that reaction? Well, A2 Milk said at the presentation that the company hasn't seen any material change to its position since August. That's when it reported that almost 80% drop in profit. So since some people had been expecting slightly more positive news, that led to that negative reaction that was reflected in the company's share price. So what else was said at this investor day? Well, one thing A2 Milk noted was that uh, the Chinese infant formula market has experienced unprecedented change over the past year, and that's required A2 Milk to adapt their growth strategy. The company also said that they've reviewed their brand positioning to ensure that they remain distinct and to capture the full potential of their products. Now, A2 Milk said that it will innovate and expand their infant milk formula product portfolio so that they can appeal to a broader set of consumers. And if, as part of that, they'll be investing more uh, more into their brand. Mm. All right. And anything else worth noting? Yeah, something else that came out of the presentation was that A2 Milk wants to grow sales to over $2 billion uh, within the next five or so years. So for context, A2 Milk made $1.2 billion in sales for the financial year ended June. Thanks very much, Alice. And thanks so much for listening. That was Recap for the 28th of October. We would absolutely love it if you gave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. And we will be back tomorrow. You sure will. Matiwa. See you then. Bye.